0: Well, some more players are being sent down to juniors or the Gulls, and a little bit more about Trevor Zegras on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade. This is Zuri. You know what, I, I will just start by saying this again, dogs are the best. Uh, don't forget, you can find this podcast, wherever podcasts can be found, it's free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, etc, etc. I'm on Twitter, at StimpyJD, and the show's Twitter's at LO underscore Ducks. Zuri, say hi, Zuri, hey, say hi to all the folks out there in Ducksland, hey, how's it going? Yeah, she's, she's a great dog, like, I'll just, you know... Wax poetic for about a minute. You know, she's she's a really good pup, and you know, was was here when I was going through some stuff last week. So you know, nice nice to have a good puppy here. All right, I, I think she wants to stick. Yeah, she's she's getting already. You're getting bored. Are you getting bored of this already? What? Oh, okay. Okay, thank you. All right, she she gave kisses. She can go now. Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to lay down right here? You can lay down right here. All right, so. I just wanted a little bit of fun before talking about some players being sent down and she's right on the floor like right below I me mean, she might want to come on we'll see so first let's talk about the players that that got sent down to juniors first and there are five players that have been sent down to juniors including one that I'm a little bit surprised got cut already first Goaltender Gage Alexander, the big 6'6 goalie, is being sent back to Swift Current, going back to the Broncos of the WHL. Then we got two guys going back to the Quebec League. Two picks from the last year. Yeah. Nathan Gaucher going back to the Quebec Rempots. And Tyson Hines going back to Sh- to Sherbrooke. Ooh. Okay. That one's that one's fine. Then we have Sean Chagel Going back to the Calgary hitmen of the WHL. And this last one surprised me. Before I get to that last one, Charles Cote has been released from his PTO, Big Defenseman. The last name, I honestly thought he would stick around for a little bit longer. Olin Zellweger is being sent back to the Everett Silver Tips. Olin looked good during his preseason action. He looked great during the rookie camp. He looked good during the rookie face-off. I thought he would still be around and make maybe the last set of cuts, but no, I guess Pat Verbeek has a plan, and that plan is to probably give him a full season of action because WHL starts this week. I don't know if you guys are aware of that, but you know juniors start in less than a week, even like in the next few days. So, for Zellweger to get a full season in Everett is good. Now, I do want to point out that once the players go down to juniors, they cannot come back up to the Ducks until their season is over. Let me repeat that. Once a player goes down to juniors, they cannot come back up unless there's an emergency. They can't come back up to play professionally until the junior season is over. And the reason I say an emergency is I saw this happen um, in the Carolina Hurricanes organization. Chicago Wolves last season had a goaltender, and I forget which goaltender it was, but there was a goaltender that had to come up from juniors because of the fact, or rather from college, because of the fact that Carolina had no goaltenders. They had none. So I think it was I think it was Piotr Kochekov. I think that's who it was. Yeah, I think it was Kochekov who had to play in Carolina and Chicago this season, helped lead the Wolves to a Calder Cup in the W or in the AHL rather. So those are the only circumstances where a player could leave their junior team. So those are say, for example, not saying this is gonna happen, but for the sake of argument it's most likely that it would be a goaltender that could come up. But go with me on this. The only way Gage Alexander could play professionally is if, let's say, Stoli gets injured. And then Ole Eriksson-Eck gets injured. And then you have maybe Dostal getting hurt. So already you have three guys that get injured. That means you have to bring up someone from the ECHL and you need someone to fill those spots in the AHL. I mean, it could wind up being Gage Alexander that has to get called up to the AHL. Then that would be on an emergency basis. That's the only way a player can come up. Or the only way Zellweger can come up is if like eight defensemen get hurt for the Ducks during the season and they've run out of guys or they say, you know what, like we want to sign him now and start his contract and his games now. That would be the only way that Zellweger gets any time with the Ducks, or if Everett's season ends early, if they don't make the playoffs. Which honestly, I doubt. I think Everett will make the playoffs. I mean, this is more juniors talk, but Everett has a strong team. They made the playoffs last season, and they made a pretty solid run at it. And they're kind of rolling it back with the same guys and bringing back their star Olin Zellweger is going to do good for them. So I could see Olin pretty much dominating the WHL. Maybe not the entire Canadian League, but I could see him dominating the WHL, leading all defensemen in points again, and having a stellar season kind of like Mason McTavish had. I mean, that's kind of the route the Ducks went. They went the Mason McTavish route. They let McTavish play a few games in Anaheim, but then they sent him back to juniors. And he dominated. I mean, yeah, he played in Peterborough, but once he got to Hamilton, all bets were off. And Mason had one of the best junior seasons in a couple years. So to see him perform like that, lead the Hamilton Bulldogs to the OHL Championship, lead them all the way to the Memorial Cup Final, maybe that could happen with Olin Zellweger. Maybe Zellweger has a season for the ages. Maybe he leads Everett. To a WHL Cup. And then Everett makes it to the Memorial Cup this season. Maybe Zellweger plays in... Actually, he would be eligible to play for the WJC for another season. I mean, the Ducks already have two consecutive World Juniors MVPs in Trevor Zegras and Mason McTavish. Hey, why not make it Why not make it a three-peat? Hey, it could be Zegras then McTavish... I know I'm going way ahead of myself here, but that's the plan the Ducks have right now. All right, we're going to head into the first intermission, but first let's talk about Bet Online, which is the one place that has you covered, the one place that we trust. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before because it's where the game starts. And speaking of starting, NHL season begins in two weeks, the NBA season begins in three weeks. NFL is in full swing. Ooh. And baseball winding down. We got about a week to go of baseball. Hey, will Aaron Judge hit 62 home runs? That is a line up there. Will Aaron Judge get there? Hmm. Find out all the latest props, odds, and lines at BetOnline using either your laptop or your mobile device. BetOnline is the official online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly and do not bet on the Phoenix Coyotes. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez on episode number 599 of this podcast. Oh my God, 599. That means the next episode is... 600 wow 600 podcast episodes on the audio side Whew, boy maybe I'll do something special maybe I won't you know maybe I'll do something a little bit special for 600 who knows but um, let's talk about the players that have been sent down to the San Diego goals yeah we got a little bit of San Diego goals talk so let's go right into it 11 players have been sent to the goals. And they include... You ready for this? Goaltender Daniel Manella. Yeah, kind of forgot about him. But Daniel Manella is going to San Diego. Will probably be playing third string alongside Lukasz Dostal and Ole Eriksson Eck. So I think Manella is going to be that third goalie. He will likely play the preseason game against the Ontario Reign next weekend unless Dostal goes down sooner rather than later because looking at the Ducks training camp roster the Ducks training camp still has four goaltenders they still have Dostal and Eriksson Ek if one of those guys likely Eriksson Ek goes down before then then it'll be a combination of Eriksson Ek and Manella for that preseason game at Pechanga Arena and that is taking place next weekend So that's your goaltender. Defensemen. We have Luca Profaca, who has spent some time in the AHL. Josh Healy. And Nicholas Brouillard. Brouillard did spend the majority of last season with San Diego, if you recall. And Brouillard normally spent some time as a second-line pairing or a third-line pairing on defense. So Brouillard heading back to San Diego for this coming season. And honestly... That was expected. I expected all three of those guys to be sent down. I know there's still a couple defensemen that will probably likely get sent down to San Diego. And I think it's going to be probably Austin Strand. I I could see Austin Strand going back down to San Diego, who spent the majority of time with the rain last season. John Moore, that's going to be an interesting one. I think he's going to be, you know, IR, but they might just bury him in the AHL. I think that's what's honestly going to happen. And Drew Hellison, I think, now that he's aged out, Drew Hellison will likely wind up in San Diego at the end of training camp. So those are three defensemen that I see that are probably going to be with the goals once training camp ends. Then that'll be down to, what, 12, 11? Because I fully expect Noah Warren... To be sent back to juniors. And Noah Warren, by the way. That's been a surprise. And a very, very happy surprise. The second round pick has lasted this long in training camp. And he has impressed everybody, including myself. Noah Warren was impressive during rookie camp. He was impressive during the practice. He was impressive during training camp. He's been been solid. I like seeing it. But I think I think ultimately Noel Warren does wind up going back to juniors, back to the Quebec League. But hey, if he gets nine games for the Ducks this season, hey, good for him. Maybe that's the route the Ducks are going. Who knows? And then you have Axel Anderson, who I think will also get sent back down to the San Diego goals. So that leaves eight, nine. Yeah. So that's where I see. Then the forwards. As of right now, there are 23 forwards on the training camp roster. Here are the forwards the Ducks have sent down. Well, sort of forward first is Hunter Drew, the converted right wing, former defenseman. Yeah, I love the Hunter Drew experiment, by the way. It's actually worked out tremendously for the Ducks to have a forward with a little bit of muscle, a little bit of length. So Hunter Drew back down to San Diego. I expect him to have... A terrific season with the goals. Brent Gates Jr. going back down to San Diego, as well as Max Gallaud, and then you have Logan Nyhov, Ah Blake McLaughlin. I thought I thought he looked solid too. McLaughlin, I thought would still be there right now, <laughs> maybe play tonight's preseason game. That's not going to happen, but Blake McLaughlin going back to San Diego, and you know he he's looked terrific. Then we have the two star forwards, Jacob Perot and Braden Tracy. I, I hear the fans out there. I hear the people sing and say, Hey, why aren't at least one of these guys still around? I thought maybe they'd done enough. Does Pat Verbeek not like them? Look, Pat Verbeek has a plan. It is very heavy up in the forward position. If nothing else... It'll put those two on the first line in San Diego. And you know, I expect one or both of those guys to make it up to Anaheim at some point this season if they need guys to go up and down. And I think they're almost there, especially Jacob Perot. I think Perot showed a lot of grit and tenacity last season. He showed a lot of improvement as the season went on. He did have a couple of moments late in the season where he kind of regressed a little bit. Braden Tracy, I think, is solid. I do think they are going to wind up being tweeners. I think they will wind up maybe going the Sam Carrick route. Now, Sam Carrick is still recovering from injury, but that could be the way. I mean, Sam Carrick spent a lot of time in the American Hockey League before finally busting through in Anaheim. And now Carrick has kind of become a stalwart in the Ducks organization. So those are the guys being sent back to San Diego. Once again, Manella, Brouillard, Healy, Profaca, Drew, Gates, Gallaud, McLaughlin, Perot, Tracy. So who's left as the forwards in the Ducks right now in training camp? Sam Carrick still recovering, so that's its own thing. Chase DeLeo, I don't know. I think he does wind up going back to San Diego, but that's going to be close. Glenn Gaudin, I think, will wind up probably in the AHL, but that's going to be close as well. Rocco Grimaldi is going to be another close one, but I think he winds up in the AHL as well. Bo Grew. Bo Grew showed a lot of improvement. I think he ultimately probably makes the Ducks, but could wind up being healthy, scratched more often than not. But I liked Bo Grew's game a lot. He showed a lot of improvement. Bryce Kindop likely back with the goals. Ben King, I, I don't know where he's going to end up. I, I don't know. We'll we'll see. Justin Kirkland, likely back to San Diego. Or going to San Diego, rather. Josh Lapina, who has aged out, so he'll wind up with the goals as well. Danny O'Regan did spend a few games in Anaheim last season. Scored a point with the Ducks last season. Daniel Regan is a strong player for for the goals. He's a top 6 AHL player, a bottom 6 NHL player, another one of those tweener guys that has been around for a while. I could see Daniel Regan possibly being the other healthy scratch and make the Ducks team. That could happen. So, Those are some of the players that I've been looking at and we'll see who winds up making the Ducks and of course the roster also depends on what happens with Trevor Zegris. I guess we'll find out about that later tonight, and I'll talk a little bit more about Trevor Zegris on The Other Side. The Other Side is here. (laughs) Welcome back to Locked on Anaheim Ducks. Oh boy. I got a little bit heated yesterday about Trevor Zegris. A a little... Okay, more than a little bit heated. I'll I'll admit I was I was pissed. I'm still a little bit upset about it, and most ducks fans are. So what we're hearing right now is that Trevor Ziegris went in for an MRI, not a CAT scan, which means that maybe it's not a head injury. Maybe it's something else with Trevor Ziegris. We don't know yet, and we will find out before tonight's game. How serious the injury is, we just simply don't know. So as I'm recording this, uh, hopefully this comes out early, but it might be a little bit later because, you know, stuff has to upload. But as far as we know, Trevor Zegres is not in the lineup tonight against one half of the San Jose Sharks. We will look for an update closer to game time. Yeah, it, it's still a it's still a bad hit. I'm still not going to go as far and say it's a completely dirty hit, but I'm not going to say it was completely clean either because it wasn't completely clean. It just wasn't. And now, if Zegers does wind up missing time, that's that's going to change things. That's going to set the ducks back a lot because Trevor Zegers is a is a star in the league. He is a top six player. And this just throws a wrench in all the Ducks' plans. Because they were looking forward to having Zgris go up the middle right away. So what does this do for Zgris? Well, first off, if he is out for a long period of time, then I guess you put Stromer up on that first line center. And if Zegris does wind up missing a lot of time, he's still got to bulk up a little bit more. He has to. If he's going to survive in this league and thrive in this league, and as far as those hits, they've those hits have to be they have to be suspendable. I mean, I mentioned the Jacob Doty hit a couple nights ago; he got suspended for a couple of games. So why not any discipline for Jan Yannick? What's going on there? Well, I'll tell you what's going on. It's the constant inconsistency of player safety. Yeah, this this has been this has been a tale as old as time. This has been a song as old as rhyme. We've seen this over and over and over again where player safety is just simply inconsistent on their calls. Where they suspend one guy for a bunch of games and then they suspend another guy for another like one game, then they suspend player X for six games. Then they don't suspend player Y but give him the maximum allowable fine of five thousand dollars. It's there's just not a whole lot of consistency, and that is still a concern. It has to be a concern not just for the Ducks but for the entire league because that what message does that send? does it send the message that all bets are off and that all hits are fine? I mean, what what does that tell the rest of the league? What does that tell the players? I don't know what it tells the rest of the players. I don't know. But player safety has to do a better job in general. It, it It's going to be tough to watch this season if you see Ducks taking massive hits if they get hurt again and then guys don't get suspended. I mean, what happened with Jay Beagle last season? That was a slap in the wrist. What happened with the Coyotes last season? A total slap in the wrist. Did Jay Beagle get suspended? Hmm. Not. I mean, it wasn't very long. I mean, yeah, he got criticized. And yes, he broke the code. Did he get suspended? No, no, no. He didn't get suspended. There was a great article that said that Jay Beagle broke the code and deserved to be suspended. And he didn't. Yeah, that was a bad move by the National Hockey League. So, yeah. As far as the Ducks are concerned, maybe that puts McTavish back in center. Maybe he's a second line center for the Ducks now. Isaac Lundestrom, third-line center. And then, well, I mean, Sam Carrick is out with injury still, so you can't put him at center. And that's why I mentioned the rosters earlier. Right now, you have up the middle. you You have Ryan Strom at center. You have Mason McTavish at center. Move him back to center. And then you have Isaac Lundestrom at center. Carrick is still out. Recovering from surgery. Has that hip injury. So who's left up the middle? You know who's left guys? The Elite 1C. Derek Grant. Derek Grant could go back to that fourth line up the middle. And could see some time up there if certain guys miss more minutes. So that's also why I think Derek Grant. He's still an important piece for this team. I mean, love him or not, he's still important. He's an important bottom six guy. I mean, last season, (laughs) this is still kind of what, well, it kind of made me laugh a little bit. Derek Grant had 15 goals last season. He didn't play all that bad. You can quote me on that. He didn't play all that bad. I'll leave it at that. He is still an important part of this team. He still serves a role. If guys have to miss time, you need someone like a Derek Grant to fill that role. And you know what? He filled that role pretty okay towards the end of last season. I'm, I'm choosing my words carefully here, folks. I really am. But, you know, he did an adequate job moving up lines last season towards the end of the year. And he did contribute. And he did produce. So you need a guy like that. And if Zegris is gone, oh man. Yeah, guys like the Elite 1C are going to be important for this team. Alright, I think that's all I want to talk about this week. We're still going to wait on Trevor Zegris. I wanted to record this early because I will be off tonight. Not watching the Ducks game. I promise I'll be back watching Ducks games live towards you know, closer to the end of preseason. But really, I want to thank you all so much for your continued support. Don't forget, there's a Ducks game tonight, and the Ducks and the Kings play two next week. One on Sunday at I Can't Believe It's on Staples Center, and one at the Ponda. So we look forward to talking about those games. Don't forget, this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc. You could find me on Twitter at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. And if you want to email me, lockedonanaheimducks at gmail.com. Once again, thank you all for your continued support. Just thank you. Sorry, one hand. Thank you. It's really greatly appreciated for Locked on Anaheim Ducks. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the weekend. Please continue to be safe out there. Be kind to one another. And Ducks, fly together.